Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre. Did you know that I have got an online pre-recorded six-week self-healing course? This is perfect if you're looking for a way to learn about healing, learn about energy, strengthen your connections and change your frequency. And you can get £20 off that course by using the code PODCAST and accessing it on my website at www.readingsandreiki.co.uk. So hello everybody. I'm not really sure what the topic is going to be this week. I'm just going to go for some things that I've noted down that I want to talk about and we'll see what kind of journey unfolds for us all. One of the things I wanted to speak about today has come about in uh, one of the, the sort of unusual ways in the way that spirits communicate with me. 
And so I've been uh, reading Jurassic Park, The Lost World. And uh, in that book, there's an island filled with dinosaurs, but there's no adult dinosaurs. And that has a real impact on the uh, community, the development, the understanding of the dinosaurs on the island, because there is nobody leading the way. And that has got me thinking about us as individuals, as light workers, as connected people. And if you're listening to the podcast, chances are you are a light worker. Chances are you are here to be part of that shifting change. And you'll know that I have mentioned this before. Doing work for the spirit world isn't necessarily reading cards, connecting to loved ones in spirit, being a medium. Sometimes it's about helping to change that energy. And as we all know, the energy of the planet is rising. The collective consciousness of the human race is evolving. Whether it's evolving fast enough, I'm not sure, but it is certainly evolving. And I'm sure that you won't be surprised to hear me say that I think part of the problem that we've got now is that people are thinking about themselves as individuals and have forgotten about the collective. And there's so many different ways that I've been experiencing this um, from when I go out for a run on the country lanes, people driving fast past me so fast, you know, I've nearly been hit a few times now, but firing stones and dust up into my face, acting like I shouldn't be there. And you know that if it was their mum or their sister or their best friend on that road or them on that road, they wouldn't want somebody to drive past them at 50 miles an hour. But when it's somebody else who they don't know, there's no connection, there's no thought, there's no compassion. And this is something I think we're facing everywhere. As somebody who does free readings on Facebook Live, one of the things that really surprised me when my following greatly increased this year was people demanding readings, people thinking that their their need was greater. And I know that I've mentioned this, but we've got to look at what's behind that. Why do you think your need is greater than somebody else's need? Why do you think that your problems are bigger than somebody else's problem? And it's a really interesting space that we find ourselves in. And I do think it connects to the breakdown in community in our society. I think that we, we've lost our way. We've lost our connection with each other. We've lost our way of empathising, but also teaching each other, showing each other another way to be. And so the first thing that my guides wanted me to talk to you all about today is how we can all be that change for good in somebody else's life. How we can all choose in every moment of every day a different path. 
a different way to be. And I wanted to share with you a little story from this week, which hopefully you'll find interesting, but it starts with my rainbow shoes. I bought some beautiful rainbow shoes. It doesn't really start with that. I just wanted you to know they're amazing. Anyway, <laughs> they cut my feet to ribbons. I've got really ridiculous feet that just get destroyed by all shoes. And these are trainers. They're not particularly um, exciting from a comfort point of view. And they've just cut my feet to shreds. And I was taking my car for its MOT um, in the village that I live in. And last year when I took my car for its MOT, I didn't take my purse. And they said, where are you going? And I said, well, I've got to go home and get my purse. And they said, well, why didn't you bring it? And I said, well, I thought you'd want my car for a few hours. And they said, no, MOTs are really quick. What are you doing? Um, and so I had to walk home and walk straight back with my purse to pay for my MOT. And it felt really embarrassing. I always find going to the, the garage really awkward. But anyway, so this year when I went, um, I thought, right, I'll take my purse. I've got everything. And I put on my rainbow shoes because I need to wear them in and be brave because I love them. They just really hurt. And as I was leaving the house, I had this thought of you're going to need to walk. Don't wear those shoes. That was the spirit world. And then me, I decided to ignore that thought. So I got to the garage and wouldn't you know it, the guy that has to sign off the MOTs was coming in late and it was going to be a few hours. <laughs> and I might as well walk home and come back later. So I was in a bit of a huff. And if I'm honest, I was in a huff with myself because I knew that it was going to now be a painful 10 minute walk home. And I also knew that I knew better than to wear those shoes and I'd ignored my instinct. So I was marching down the hill in a huff and, you know, big old blister on the back of my heel already. And I, you, you know, when you just know it's going to be one that bleeds because it's just, oh, it's, anyway. So as I'm walking down the hill, a lady walks off her drive in front of me, nearly walks into me, just doesn't even look. And I was annoyed. I was really angry. I was angry because my foot hurt. I was angry because the garage had laughed at me last year, but now they've done what I thought they were going to do last year, this year. I was in a real poor me <clears throat> kind of energy. And because she walked out in front of me, I could have just slowed down. I could have just gone, okay, it doesn't matter. But I was, I was annoyed. So I walked carried on my quick pace up behind her stompy stomp stomp and as I got a little bit nearer to her I heard my guides say what are you doing what are you doing and I thought what am I doing why am I being competitive with somebody in the village that I live in for stepping off the drive in front of me as we walk down the road on a beautiful sunny day who am I what have I what what am I choosing here so as I got level with her, I turned to her and went, good morning, hello, and decided to be nice. And she said, oh, where did you come from? You've come out of nowhere. And I said, well, actually, you just stepped off your drive in front of me, but it doesn't matter. Isn't it a lovely day? And she said, do you know what? I'm really struggling. And I said, are you? And she said, yeah, I've got really bad anxiety and I'm having I'm having an, a moment of anxiety and I've decided to go for a walk 
to try and help myself, but I'm really struggling right now. I'm really struggling. And so I stopped to talk to her and we walked along the road together. And I told her that I thought she was brave. And I told her that I thought she was doing the best thing she could do for her energy. And of course, the whole time that I'm talking to her, I could feel the Reiki energy sort of flowing through me, not because I'd chosen to turn it on, but just because spirit knew. And then she laughed at me for my ridiculous walk because my shoes were rubbing and we laughed at that. And then we took our separate ways and I walked up the hill. And as I finished walking up the hill, I was talking to my guides and they were explaining how important that interaction was for that woman and how that is the purpose of light workers is to be in the available to people who need it to be in in that space at times for people and also although spirit never said this to me but i can feel it think about how damaging that would have been if i'd continued hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. With my angry huffy energy and given her a dose of that when she was already struggling with her own stuff. And it's really got me thinking, it's got me thinking, I know that if I'd been angry with her, my spirit guides would never have judged me for it. They wouldn't have told me off. They wouldn't have put me on the naughty step. But I could have, I could have done something awful. I'm so glad that I didn't. And how actually that does all tie in with our responsibilities, our choices in the moment. So I wanted to remind you today, and I'm sure you know this, but that you have a choice in every moment, whether to be the light or whether to be a human. And of course, sometimes you will be human and that's okay. I, you know, I told you this story so that you would know that I'm human. I want us all to stop pretending like spiritual people have ascended to some level where they are better than everybody else because that's not a human experience. We are here to be human. And sometimes by default, we will make mistakes and we will be human. But actually, that we do have a choice and we have to start making that choice and understanding that it is a choice in every moment of every day, in every interaction. 
And I do believe that the more you start to step into the energy of making that choice, the more people spirit will put into your path who you who need you, who you can make a difference to. Once we were going to the airport, we were in the queue for um, passport control at Gatwick and we've got small children, so we couldn't do the automatic scanning thing. And we were in this queue and there were a family in front of us who were with an EasyJet rep and you could feel the waves of anger, upset, stress coming off them and they were arguing and it was so funny because the the mum, the young mum, turned to me and just said, can I talk to you for a moment? And I said, of course you can. And what had happened was they hadn't confirmed their seats online. They'd booked and paid for their seats, pre-booked seat numbers together, but they hadn't checked in online. And so when they'd arrived at the airport after a four hour drive, EasyJet had given their seats to somebody else, even though they were on time and even though they had pre-booked seats. I've Googled it. It's an actual thing. I didn't know it. I didn't know they could do it. And so they'd lost their flights for their family holiday. And she had a baby in a pushchair and a toddler and a husband. And they were having to, they'd got all the way to the departure lounge and they'd been turned away at boarding and they were having to go back through passport control <laughs> to get back through to the other side to go and they were having to buy really expensive flights with BA or something that they could barely afford but they were going to lose their entire holiday if they couldn't do it. So a really really stressful situation but what was interesting to me was that lady was on at breaking point she was so stressed, so exhausted. Her kids were crying. Her husband was angry. She was stressed out. And Spirit put me next to her in the queue so that I could talk to her, so that I could change her energy, so that I could calm things down, so that I could help her a little bit. And she probably doesn't even remember that happening. I hope she does. I hope she remembers the nice lady in the queue. But when you can feel energy, you can feel when you're shifting it, when you're changing it, if you're present in that moment. So I could have chosen with uh, the anxiety lady along my road to have been present in my anger or present for her. And luckily, I heard spirit just in time to be present for her. And so I think that part of our work as light workers. And this is not here to guilt you or put pressure on you or anything like that, but is to start showing the way to the other people. It's not just about doing things for ourselves. And of course, you know, within that, I still stand by all of the boundaries and energy health stuff that I talked about in the last two podcasts. That's still important. But it's also important to start making those shifts for positive change in whatever way works for you. And for some of you, that will be checking in on people, checking in on your neighbours. For some of you, it will be, you know, being available to people who need it. 
And for some of you, it will be doing things like I do. You know, I, I'm, you may know this already, but I volunteer for Girl Guides. I run a rainbow unit because I'm very passionate about children. And I feel that children aren't heard anymore, aren't listened to. We just squeeze them into a sausage factory. And I feel that children need some positive role models of people who are interested in them and engaged with them who want to hear their hopes and their dreams. So whatever it is that you want to do, and it doesn't have to be a massive undertaking like running your own rainbow unit is, my goodness, but it needs to be about bringing back that community and understanding that sometimes people behave the way they do because they've not been shown another way. And that doesn't mean that you won't always react to them in the right way. Sometimes people are annoying. Sometimes people are incredibly selfish, but it means that sometimes you have to just show the way and teach them. And that's something that I think is missing. I remember hearing a story once and I can't even remember which tribe of people it is, it was, but it was about when somebody in the tribe is badly behaved or horrible or selfish that everybody in that tribe decided that they needed more love that they needed to be shown more love and i can't tell you that i managed to do that with every person that i come into contact with but i am trying and i think that's all we can do at this time is remember to try when we can to try and show a little bit of compassion to other people, a bit of understanding, but also to understand our role as the light worker is to be the teacher, is to show another path. And you might make a massive difference in someone's life. You might make a tiny weeny difference in somebody's life, but we all know We can all see moments in our lives where our lives have taken on a different path from a chance encounter, from a word spoken, from a moment, from a breath. And so wouldn't it be lovely if this week we could give that to somebody else? And as we start moving back into the collective once more and making those physical in-person connections that we need Why don't we try and make it our life's work to be of service to the spirit world, but of service to the spirit world by being that person that checks if somebody's okay when they walk past them on the street, that shares a smile with a stranger, that has a conversation in the queue for the post office, that offers to help that lady with her bags, that takes a moment, takes a breath, that drives slowly past the runner on the road, the person riding the horse, the cyclist, and gives them a cheery wave rather than a glare. And yes, there's less of us. And yes, it's hard. And we don't feel like we fit in. But actually, I think we are the teachers. And we can change the world for everybody. And it might not feel like we're making a massive difference, but we are. So that's 
today's podcast. I hope you like it. Um, I feel that it's really, really important that we start looking to ourselves and looking at what our roles are, but not with guilt and judgment. And I really, I know I keep saying it, but I really don't want you to come away from this going, oh, I know I got annoyed with that person the other day, because sometimes anger is good. Sometimes you need it to put a boundary in. But I think all of this pain and sadness and judgment that we're in, you know, happy people don't judge. I'm happy. I don't care what anyone else does with their life as long as they're not hurting anyone else. I don't get angry or judgmental or want to control other people because I'm perfectly happy with my existence. And I think that's for us all to pave that way of letting people know they have a choice, letting people know they have the power, standing by our own stories and leading the way for others to follow. 